My name again is Michael Martin, and I'm the um, director of the Career Development Center. And um, glad to be with you this morning. As you may know, this week is pretty much dedicated and focused on call to the marketplace. And uh, the uh, presentation that uh, Jeff Steele gave us this morning is very apropos uh, in that it is one of the um, applications uh, that we can make of our time, our efforts, our resources that impact the marketplace, as it were. As you, uh, many of you um, who've been exposed in years past know, called on marketplace is an opportunity to focus in on um, where we're going to be and what we're going to do as we move outside of the uh, safety or outside of the um, halls, as it were, of Master's College and move into the marketplace. And whatever we're going to be doing and where we're going to be doing it, our goal and our impetus is to be light and to be salt. So that if we're going to be accountants, that we are sought in that marketplace. If we're going to be school teachers, that we're sought in that marketplace. If we're going to be electrical engineers, that we're sought and light in that marketplace. And we hope that um, some of the things that happened during the course of this week help firm that and focus that up for you as an individual um, so that wherever we are as individuals, the Lord is glorified and the Lord is lifted up and we make a difference. As Jeff uh, alluded to and, and talked about very specifically, this is a world that is in great need of Christians being on the front lines of interacting. And we hope that, um, again, this week, we can provide some additional uh, focus for you in that regard. I'm gonna bring up some panelists. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're gonna have some panelists. They're gonna be uh, individuals who are former students and present students and they're going to talk a little bit about um, who they are and, and what they're doing um, in regards to their career. And those who are present students will be talking about what they're doing in terms of preparation for their career. And I hope that um, as a result, we'll um, touch on some things that are sensitive to you. We're going to actually make opportunity for you to ask them some questions um, that um, are hopefully burning or will be burning on your hearts as they talk. Um, I'm going to ask them to come up now and as they um, just to come right on up, and then I'll introduce them as they're sitting. And just so that you aren't thrown off by how things have proceeded this morning, we will be having our announcements and our um, praise time following this um, session. Can you kind of tell which ones are former students and which ones are... <laughs> All right, these are the present students. No, I'm just kidding. All right, we'll, um, let's start with our present students, as it were. Um, um, this is Matt um, Reimer, who's a junior. Right beside him is uh, Pam Merchant. <laughs> Excuse me, you're not Pam? Yes, I am. What did I say wrong then? You're Pam and you're beside him. Okay, right beside him is Pam Merchant, who's a senior. And then beside Pam is Hamilton Morales, who's a junior. 
to my left. We have with us today, um, on my far left there, uh, Todd Brooks, who was um, very kind to be a last-minute uh, um, uh, participant in this, and as I understand, is presently just joined staff in the admissions office. Correct. Is that correct? Great. Um, beside uh, Todd is Bryant Scott, who's a 1990 graduate of uh, the Master's College. Todd graduated in 86. And then beside Todd is Rick Dempsey, who is a 1987 graduate of uh, the Master's College. And we'll start with this fine group over here. In fact, we'll start with um, Rick. Go right in. Because I'm supposed to introduce myself. Um, I graduated in 1987. Um, just a little bit of background on me. I uh, became a Christian when I was about five years old and uh, started attending Grace Community Church when I was in the sixth grade. So I have a, a long history with, the, uh, with that church and then uh, with this college. Um, I currently work for the Walt Disney Company. I head a division called Disney Character Voices. We record all the voices for the company. Um, but uh, I think we're, go we're going to get into a little more about steps to take in uh, pursuing a, a career and, and what you should be focusing on. But um, that's basically my story, um, and we'll get into it in more detail. So here's Brian. My name is Brian Scott, and I graduated in 1986. Growing up in this valley, um, attending uh, Class 3 Junior High at Hart High School, knew the area well and lived uh, a couple blocks down the street from here. So uh, it was, wasn't too, too far of a jog for me to actually come down here and go to school, even though it was a whole new world to me. I was saved uh, at an early age, about nine, and went to Grace Baptist Church just across the way. <clears throat> and uh, that's how I got to know the, the school here. I'm currently working for a manufacturing company called Decorative Specialties. There I, ha I head up the uh, national sales, as well as all the marketing and advertising uh, that's done for the company. Again, my name is Todd Brooks, and I just... Uh joined the Master's College staff last Monday, so it's actually wonderful to be back. Um, I joined as the Director of Admissions, working with uh, Don Gilmore and Jennifer and Lyle Regeer and the rest of the staff down there, and it's very, very good to be back. Um, <clears throat> but in the meantime, three years ago, I was a resident director here, but in the meantime, I was working for the Computer Learning Center, which is an educational institution, as a um, representative, an admissions representative for them, and then the Director of Admissions uh, for the last two years um, for the Computer Learning Center. Todd, what did you major in? A theology. <laughs> okay, I'll ask somebody else. No, no. <laughs> um, that's interesting. How did you get to the Career Computer Learning Center from majoring in theology? God. <laughs> no. Um, it's going well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I graduated, uh, actually I graduated from the seminary in 1990, Yeah. and um, my wife was pregnant, and um, I was done as an RD. Um, at that time, we didn't think that we could put babies in the dorm. I guess that's not true. Um, but we, 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 I'd been an RD for four years, and uh, I'd had enough of the students. In the, no, we, um, it, was, it was definitely time for us to move on, and my wife was pregnant, and I just needed a job. So um, at 26 years old... I didn't have anybody knocking down my door to be a pastor of a church, so I just decided it was time to go to work, and um, that was a, a, an amazing move. For let, us. let me ask you this, um, and I'm probably getting hang of, ahead of ourselves, but I just want to pursue as we go along. How did you feel about all of that? I mean, you'd majored in in Bible, I guess, and then and went to seminary, and now you're working 
in a quote-unquote secular job, um, how, was, how did you reconcile whether God could use you or not? In the marketplace, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I reconciled that immediately because when you, the, my first day on the job was just a, a, just a complete um, change from what I'd been used to here at the Master's College for the last really seven years, going to school and then uh, going to seminary and being an RD. So there was no doubt about how God could use me in the marketplace, and I'm sure we'll get into that um, the, the, the rest of the morning as well. But um, how I reconciled going to seminary and majoring in theology and then going to the marketplace was very simple. A lot of parallel skills, a lot of things that you learn in the scripture, a lot of things that you learn in theology are parallel to what management wants in the, in the secular marketplace. And uh, I found for me personally, it was a tremendous advantage for me to go out into the marketplace and work for three years as a lay overseer of our church and being part of um, the, the, the actual day-to-day -day working community. I, I just learned tremendous things yeah. that I think will be advantageous in the future. And you didn't feel your life was over? No. Okay. At all. All right. Great, great, great. Um, let me ask more or less the same kind of question to you, Bryant. Um, uh, you came out of, you majored in what when you were here? I majored in business management. Majored in business management. And did you and, and have you developed kind of a worldview of how to kind of reconcile being a, uh, uh, a business person and a Christian? Yeah, I think, uh, again, going back to what Tom was saying, they parallel very closely uh, the things that you learn in the Lord. Um, here at the school um, that you can apply directly into the business world. Uh, just the, the basics of Christianity, just the, uh, the honesty, the hardworking. If you're doing things unto the Lord, no matter where you go and what you do, you're always going to excel in that, and, uh, and I think it's a great benefit. The Christians in the workforce today usually will excel over the rest if they are working unto the Lord. The, the Lord blesses their efforts and, uh, and moves them up. My brother, how can you reconcile being a Christian with making cartoons? Well, um, <laughs> the Take your time. An animation is a, that's just a business. I got into the family entertainment business. Well, let me take a step back. I um, always wanted to get in the entertainment business. I was a singer as a kid, and I, I did some acting as a child and things like that. And, what was your major here, Rick? Um, business administration. So... Um, I got a business administration degree because I figured, you know, the music and things like that, they, uh, they were coming somewhat naturally. And, um, and so I decided to go for the business degree because I know as you're getting hired onto a place that people are going to be looking at that degree. It's a, they, they want people who can manage other people. Um, while Todd, by the way, is one of my best friends, his best man at my wedding, and it's a surprise to see him up, up here. <laughs> I didn't even know he was going to be here until he walked up on stage. <laughs> It's not on. Oh, I'm sorry. I can verify everything he's saying. And if he doesn't doesn't tell the truth, I'll let you know. But um, Todd was a... Uh, a lot of my friends were going to seminary. That's what they were going to do. They were going into the... Um, either either in the missions or want, they wanted to be pastors. Mm -hmm. um, I, on the other hand, I just felt called to the entertainment industry. And yet I still felt like I was going into the ministry, not only because all my friends were, but because I felt like I was going out into the mission field in the marketplace. So um, I ended up at Disney because it's one of the few entertainment conglomerates that I feel comfortable with. Um, and there is some stuff that I, I don't approve of within the company, but in comparison to like a Universal Studios or something like that, there's a, a huge difference in the, in the moral values of the, of the pictures that they're turning out. 
um, that I work on, particularly with uh, animation and, and character voices and things like that, um, there's a quality there and a, a moral, I guess, code that uh, supersedes anything else that's out there. So that's that's why I ended up at Disney, and like I said, I'm uh, I felt called as a, almost a missionary to the entertainment industry. Mm. An entertainment industry missionary. There you go. Amen. Amen. All right. Matt. <laughs> you ready, brother? I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I identify with that. All right, here we go. My question to you simply is, um, tell us what you're majoring in, and then tell us um, where you are in, in terms of, uh, you're a junior, in terms of your thought process about what in the world do I do when I get out of here? Okay. Um, I'm a junior. I'm studying computer science, uh, a degree that college doesn't have currently, but perhaps next year they'll have. I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> Nonetheless, I have a promise from Dr. Crothers. Excuse me. Run, by, run that by me just one more time. What would you say? Um, I'm pursuing a computer science degree here. But we have a minor. We don't have a major yet, but they're supposed to have one in the fall. Okay. So Go right ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, when I first graduated from high school, I worked for about five years as a computer programmer, and which time my friends went to college, and I wanted to believe in what I was going to do. I wouldn't really see a reason why I should go to college when I was already working as a computer programmer. Mm -hmm. So um, I did that for five years, but it was kind of empty. Just working on computers, you know, it's not real fulfilling because it doesn't talk back to you. And if it does, it's usually with an error or something like that. Um, <laughs> they talk back. So after I was done with my last project, I really saw the value for college, for long-term marketability. Um, that's the reason, why, one reason why I'm here, a lesser reason. And a greater reason was just um, to be challenged and to learn uh, at a Bible school how to minister to people, learn about God, and get my theology straight so I can um, be capable of helping other people. So as a junior, I'm, I'm pursuing the degree. I'm trying to get all I can out of all my Bible classes. I'm getting all I can out of the, the master's distinctives like confrontation, restoration, discipleship, all of that. Because um, this is this is the one time in my life when I'll be able to really concentrate on and focus on um, all the doctrine and theology part, of it, and the rest of my life I'll use to to act that out and to refine that. So you worked for five years before coming here. Yeah. Um, any insights about what being here, um, reflecting back on your work time, what being here will do for you uh, when you get back into the work environment? Um, It'll, it, the degree will validate my experience. That's, that's one big thing. It'll give me a credential, it'll give me a leg up, plus what I'll learn here. Um, the disciplines you learn here from having deadlines and homework and all that, and um, relating to people, living in the dorms is a good thing, um, and whatever kind of ministry you're involved in, um, that's really valuable to have good interpersonal skills. And so. Living in the dorm is a good thing. Living in the dorms is a good thing. Let's say that together. <laughs> Come on, right after me. Living in the dorms is a good thing. Go right ahead, man. Is that it? Okay. Uh, living off campus is good, too, which is what I'm doing now. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's enough, Matt. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's just... Pam, um, what is your major now? And talk about your road to the marketplace. Hello. Keep talking. Okay. Hello. Well, my major is history. I went from a behavioral studies to Christian education to history. And 
I chose history because I really had a desire to teach in the secondary level, junior high or high school. And I also wanted to um, pursue getting an extra credential in special education to be able to work with learning disabled or emotionally disturbed um, kids. But the Lord had different plans for me. I, I'm on my fifth year here at the school. I should have graduated last May, but because of a sickness I got last year and I still have, I've had to go at a slower pace than I anticipated, which is fine. So as far as the future now, I'm not pursuing, I'm, I will not be pursuing teaching at this point because I don't have the endurance level that it takes to go through the strenuous training and actually having my own classroom. Although that is in the back of my mind, if the Lord chooses to restore my health, I would still like to pursue that someday. But at this point, I think of graduating in May, and I think, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing what I thought I was going to be doing. So the first thing that popped into my head is, I need to do something adventurous. What have I always wanted to do? So I decided to go on a, a second missions trip with the school. I went to Russia three summers ago, and hopefully I'll be going um, on the Baltimore-Maryland trip for a month. And then after that, I've applied to work at Hume Lake, <laughs> which is basically working for the trader camp because my dad's a camp director at Sugar Pine. But hey, Hume Lake will be an adventure. And then I've been going to the Career Center and talking to Cliff about what I'm pursuing beyond Hume because that will probably end in the fall. And I've really had a heart to get involved in urban missions in the United States. So I'm pursuing about 15 different mission organizations. Um, just right now, just trying to um, get a, get many contacts and see what's out there and what I can do as a female and what's offered specifically in California, probably I'm looking at. So I'm pursuing that. Uh, Hamilton, what's your major and um, tell us about your journey to the marketplace. What is she telling you, your major? Yeah. Okay, all right, go ahead. Um, my major is communications. I changed after my freshman year from uh, physical therapy to communications. Um, what do you plan on doing when you get out? What's the path that you're... Not only what do you plan on doing, but when I say what is your path, how are you planning to get there? I currently work at the Hilton over on Valencia, in Valencia on Magic Mountain Parkway over by Murray Calendars. Um, that really has nothing to do with what I really want to do when I get out of school. Um, actually, I'd like to stay there for a couple of years just because it's a good corporation as far as it's not going to go under or anything like that. And I can basically go anywhere in the nation and work, um, get a job there fairly easy. What I want to do after I get out of school is uh, become a camp director. And I know it has really nothing to do with what I'm doing. But um, I chose communications uh, for the reason that um, we all communicate every day. In some form, some way, we always communicate. And uh, being human and all of that good stuff, we really don't know how to communicate properly. And uh, being a camp director, you're always communicating with family, um, children, everything, people to uh, fund the camps. 
all sorts of types of communication which the skills that you learn in communications is something you'll use your whole life no matter if you're working or you're talking to your little boy or little girl raising a family it doesn't matter you're always communicating with somebody so I felt like that was a really good major to really get into okay thanks our to our former students can you um, and, and, and you can answer this more or less ad hoc uh, can you answer the question what had you to do your uh, master's college experience over what kinds of things you know now that you would do different in terms of the preparation uh, for the marketplace I um, <clears throat> I, I really wish that I would have taken things in a little better than I did um, I, uh, I I don't know I'm sure there are a lot of you out there like this but what you'll do is you will memorize exactly what the answers are going to be okay I mean if it's a multiple choice you know exactly what the answer is going to be but you don't really think about why that actually happens um, or why that answer is what it is um, whether it's economics or whether it's a, a different language um, I'd give anything to have uh, studied a, a different language. It took, I think, three years of Spanish in high school, and I can say, hola. That's about it. <laughs> and uh, What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I really wish I, I, wish I would have studied a foreign language. It would be invaluable for what I do now. And I had no idea I would ever use a foreign language in my job. And it, it would be worth so much. If I spoke three languages, um, I would be... I mean, I would be set for life with the company, but uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't. Uh, I can study them now, but so learn as much as you can now, and understand really why the economics of things, um, why things work the way they do. And, and my advice to you is, don't do like I did and just memorize the answers. Understand why the answers are what they are, um, just in any situation. Anyone else? Yeah, I think uh, one thing that I would have done differently. Was if I was to go back to school now, would be, uh, I guess, study. Um, <laughs> I, I think I was a professional at doing what, just what I had to do to get by. And, uh, and now that I think about it and look back, there were so many things that, that were right there and ready for me to learn that I didn't take advantage of then that I could use now. And uh, that, as Rick was saying, would, would benefit me in a great way. And uh, I was the professional at, at having a great time while I'm here, and I think that's very important to while you're in college that you have a good time, because these four years are, are some of the freest times that you can ever have, and you need to enjoy that. But there's a balance to it, and uh, not do just what you have to do to get by so you can get out of here, but enjoy it and, and work hard and take advantage of the opportunities that you have here. Right. And I think the biggest thing that I would take advantage of would be the, the biblical teaching, because uh, that's what uh, that's what focuses your life every day on whatever it is that you do. And uh, my freshman year, especially when uh, I was really given the, the big opportunity to study um, in the biblical realm, um, I, I blew a lot of that off and didn't take advantage of it. Are you then? Should we draw from what you're saying then that the marketplace is competitive? Yeah, it's extremely competitive. And, and so uh, we should be as prepared as possible. Definitely, by, by any realm, no matter what area you're going into, whatever it is that you're allowed to study right now, take advantage of it, even though you don't think you're going to use it, because it, it will come up again. And then, are we to then also infer from what you're saying that in terms of having an opportunity 
to get a biblical basis that we should take as much advantage of that as possible because those principles and morals and and the like will actually be usable in the marketplace? Definitely. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> Any other comments about that? No. Okay. Um, let me ask our, our um, present students, um, uh, more or less along the same lines. Um, again, the whole premise of preparation. Is there any comments, additional comments any of you want to make about what you've learned about preparing yourselves? Just anyone, yeah. Okay. Um, I lived on campus for three years, had the privilege of living in three different dorms. That was an adventure. And I definitely was the type of person that barely squeaked by, didn't do my homework. I was known as the raid queen my freshman year. And the what? Raid queen? Raiding dorms? Oh. Yeah. It's been a while for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> then... Uh, when my senior year came along and I was about to enter it and immediately got sick and had to decide to not come back to school and basically had this environment and this opportunity taken away from me within probably two days, um, I learned a lot the semester I was at home. I learned that there's a lot of things about this college that I wasn't appreciating. And I think one of the major things was the faculty and staff. Um, just it really hit me how much they give to us, how much they desire to help us learn, and how much they sacrifice for us, and how I was taking advantage of that. And also the academic side of it. I went from having a two-point to <laughs> <laughs> having my first 3.4 in my life after I came back from being sick. And that's something I had to work for, but I had the desire to do that because I had it taken away from me. And I would just encourage all of us to continue to take advantage of the opportunities that the Lord has given us here at this school. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't do anything halfway, and don't do your homework as an obstacle. That's what, why you're here. That's what makes you learn. So um, just want to encourage you do your homework well. Don't just get enough. Do it. like he said. Don't do enough just to get by. Um, uh, we put a couple of microphones in the aisles because I was just quite assured that you all would have an abundance of questions. We only have a limited amount of time, so please don't trample over each other as you move toward the microphones. Oh, you don't know what it does to my heart to see somebody get up. <laughs> <laughs> This was the part of this whole program I was dreading. No one will get up. Could you walk a little fa There you go. There we go. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Um, from what I understand, when you want to market yourself, if you're going to go into the marketplace, that you need, to, you need to sell yourself, right? So I'm wondering what hindrances you guys had, or how do you use that when they saw on your application that you're from a private Christian college? Hmm. And preferably from the two gentlemen that are in the, the or. <laughs> in other words, you don't want me to talk. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me, no, that's well, okay. No, what's he's here now, but he was he was working. Yeah. He had to get what, a job. What's your name, before. sir? John Rothwell. John. Um, what part of my job was to hire people uh, as a manager of admissions um, at the Computer Learning Center, and I'd run an ad in the Los Angeles Times. Um, cost me about three or four hundred bucks, and get probably. 
and if I ran a resume ad, I'd get probably 60 to 80 resumes within three or four days um, over the last year. And, you know, it was very interesting. Even though I was um, in the business of vocational education, one of the things I looked for to staff my department was a degree. And I, I really didn't care where that degree was. I didn't care um, whether it was a private school or a public school or whether it was a UC school or whether it was... I just was looking for a degree because that showed me and told me a tremendous amount about the individual that they spent the time to go out and get a degree. Um, they spent the money, they spent the effort, they spent the time, they had the discipline to get the degree. I didn't look at their GPA, I didn't ask them when they came and sat down, what was your GPA? I wanted to know that they finished their college degree. So that was very important and that was probably one of the key things to marketing yourself is that you had a degree. Sets, a, sets you apart from a lot of people. Any other responses? I definitely have to add to it um, that above and beyond a degree, I think uh, there's, a, there's a good amount of people out there that have a degree, and that's a good, good place to start as far as shuffling them down to a, a, a select few. Um, beyond that, and especially in the workforce today, as, as the graduates of this next year are, are faced with, there's a, uh, an abundance of qualified people out there. You're going to be going, and I don't say this to discourage you, but to challenge you, you're going to be going up against um, people who have maybe five, ten years experience that have gotten laid off from another company that are now coming to this same position that you're looking for. And I think a lot of employers today are looking for people that are young because they can build and develop into them the things that they want to, that they really want in that individual. But I think the thing that you need to have on your resume on top of the fact that you have completed a degree and you actually have a degree would be um, that you've been involved in many other things um, while you're here at school because all of those things build good communication skills between people and I think the biggest difficulty that you have in, in anything that you do is, um, is communication and that's definitely a big factor so the more you can get involved in doing work over the summertime whether it's just uh, an internship or uh, involved at camp doing anything other than saying you know I worked at McDonald's um, just so I could pay my school bill. I mean, that's, that's a needed thing, and I know a lot of people are forced to do that. But if you can do something while you're being involved in the field that you're going into, that you can put that on the resume, I think that carries a lot of weight. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the question. Yes, sir. Rick, I was just curious, um, how much are you able to share your faith at Disney? Quite a bit. I have a policy. The company does not pay me to preach the gospel or to hold Bible um, conferences during company time. I can talk to people about my faith on my lunch hour, before work, and after work on the weekends. Um, I don't mind mentioning it on the phone, you know, to someone else, you know, say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian or something like that. But I pretty much keep it to that. Um, the opportunities have been great. Um, all sorts of people. I mean, from people who are way up the ladder, um, huge executives where I just have the opportunity to share about that I go to church and, uh, and what that means to me, or bringing people to the, the Christmas concerts and things like that. Um, this year I was able to bring the voice of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Goofy to the Christmas concert this year at Grace. And what a, what a great testimony that is for them to see that and uh, for them just to see the church as a whole. And uh, uh, the opportunities are great. But I do have a policy, though, that I, I do not use company time to take someone in my office and talk to them three hours because that's not what I'm getting paid for. But the opportunities are great. I think, I think mostly I let my light shine. At least that's what I try to do. So that people say, you know, you're different. You know, do you go to church anyplace or something like that? And uh, usually the opportunities just kind of fall into my lap. 
there's a, there's a um, verse in, I think it's First Peter, I think it's the third chapter, that says that we ought to be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks us about the hope that we have within. I think it says with meekness and, and fear. And what Rick is talking about is giving people a reason to ask about the hope. That's what letting your light shine is, so that if they see a hope, if they see something, then it will cause them to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Yeah, my question is for Rick or Brian. Um, one day I'd like to be president of the United States, and uh, a lot of people say, you know, I'm going to get there. A lot of people say, you can't do that job because, you know, you're going to be called to compromise a lot of your values, a lot of things that you believe in, stuff like that. When, when the companies that you work for, when they do things that you don't agree with, do you stand up for what you believe is right, or do you just let it go by? No, I do. I, um, I have to stand up. First of all, I don't know if how many of you know Disney, but Disney also has Walt Disney Pictures, there's Touchstone Pictures, and there's now Hollywood Pictures. Touchstone and Hollywood are like the heathen arm of Disney, and uh, Walt Disney Pictures tries to cater towards the family. Um, I am in family entertainment is, is what I like to put my focus in. Disney character voices, we deal with the character voices. I've been in situations, um, let's take a character, Roger Rabbit. I don't know if you, any of you saw that film. But when I deal with Roger Rabbit, the tendency is always to get a little foul or something like that with Roger. Why, I don't know. I guess it's just the nature of the character. I've never done a recording session since I've been there where, we have, where I have allowed them to take that approach with the character. Um, so for my particular job, for what I'm doing with the different characters and things like that, um, I feel like I don't have to compromise. I stand up every, every bit of the way. Um, as far as the feature films that they're producing, I don't have a lot of say in that. Um, unless I'm actually working on them, in which case I, I do voice my opinion. But, uh, you know, and I just try to shy away from those things that I think would be a compromise. Okay. What about you, Brian? Yeah, um, compromising, I think, is, is, a, is something that people don't admire. And as far as is knowing you, Lauren, I don't doubt that someday you might be president. I don't know why I say that, but... Um, I think a lot of people are, are who they need to be given the specific circumstance. They're very flexible. They, they, they're never um, consistent. They like to flex back and forth and, and please everybody. Honestly, I don't think you can please everybody. And uh, I think if the, the people that are above you, let's say in the company, I'm fortunate I work for a Christian owner. So when I stand up for something that is, uh, that is unright, I think that, that he looks at me in an admirable way because that's the kind of person he wants to run something for him would be somebody that can make a hard decision or somebody that can stand up for what they believe or stand up for what the company believes. Thank you. Um, yes? This is kind of a broad question, but um, as a woman going to the marketplace and my major is business management, what are some attitudes that you face from women that you work with that um, maybe I need to be careful of, or even some broad suggestions that you have for me as a woman going into business? Come, brothers. My experience is I, I've had, um, in fact, I have a, a manager and a, uh, a coordinator, both women that work under me, and uh, they're great. They're phenomenal. They do a great job. Um, I don't have any problems with them. Um, the only... We, I did have someone that I had to let go, um, who was a woman, 
uh, and her big problem was, uh, and I don't know if this pertains to any of you women out there, and I'll just say it since the question was asked, she was extremely moody, and it really affected her work, okay? Now, I'm not, I'm not categorically putting that on anyone, though, but um, that, that was my only problem. Women in the marketplace, I'm, um, I am up to hiring a woman just as easy as I am a man. In fact, I think in a lot of cases, for certain um, situations, women are harder workers. Yeah, I really do. Any other response? <laughs> they don't want to deal with this at all. Uh, um, you got another question? Okay, thanks. I've got one thing I'll add to that. Sure, go ahead. Um, I think with, uh, especially now it being the year of the woman, um, <laughs> I think that a lot of the women that you see in the workforce today um, come in with an attitude. And they come in thinking that they're that they're always pushed down and they're always that they're always uh, not wanted. And I think that if they come in and they're qualified and they're willing to do the job and willing to work hard and they're not sitting there very defensively and uh, in, you know with that carrying that attitude like so many of them do today because they think that that they're they don't have the opportunity. I think the opportunities are out there if you're qualified, you work hard, and you're willing. And uh, you present yourself with a good, positive attitude. Okay. And that was more, that was, I don't know where she went, but that was sort of your question, wasn't it? Okay. Come right on. Um, are there any other questions? I got time for one more question after this gentleman. All right, go ahead. This question is for uh, Brian and Rick. Um, what did you have to do to um, prepare yourself for the interview as far as learning more about the job and also preparing yourself um, as far as selling yourself to the, uh, the company? Let, let me just make a point here. Todd knows something about this stuff, okay? <laughs> Isn't this interesting that, that we mention the fact that Todd works now for Masters and everybody thinks the guy doesn't know anything? I, I don't understand. Uh, I'd like to start with Todd, please. Thank you. Go ahead, Todd. <laughs> Why don't you isolate your question there real quickly again for me? Since you left me out, I, I kind of tuned out. In preparing yourself for the, the interview for your present position, what did you have to do? I mean, I know you, you're an RD at the college, so you're familiar with right. the school. Um, but what did you have to do to sell yourself compared to someone else? And you might answer that in terms of CLC as opposed to uh, master's. Yeah, right. Like no, I would. I've only been here for five days, so I wouldn't yeah. really know how to answer that question. Uh, I, I'll tell you... <clears throat> In my interview, and I remember it very vividly because, um, you know, I, I needed a job. I was interviewing during the week of um, spring break um, that year. And I remember the key thing that really woke up the, the guy who was interviewing me. As I said that, one of the things that I learned to do while I was in college is develop relationships and learn to communicate with all sorts of different kinds of people. And, and, and then he just kind of got out of this this nomenclature of just sitting there going through all these resumes and then kind of started to listen to what I had to say. So selling myself in that situation was to tell him, you know, I, I've been in a college setting where I've had to learn to respond and deal with all sorts and all kinds of different people. Any other responses? Thank you, Todd. Yeah, I think that's something that uh, prepares you in an interview itself. Um, my suggestion is, boy, just go in there, just once again, let your light shine. I hate to beat that down, but uh, I mean, really do it. When you go into an employer, you got a smile on your face. You're excited, and you're showing some enthusiasm. Um, 
you're going to get the guy, you're going to get the job over the guy who's, you know, just kind of, you know, boring and just uh, real flat. Um, really sell yourself. Um, and as a Christian, boy, I think we have a lot to express. You know, we have a, a true reason to put that smile on our face. So I think that'll really shine through. So as you're, as you're going for that first interview or whatever, boy, really, uh, really let them know that you are, are a person who's going to work hard. Number one, because of your Christian convictions. Okay, thank you. Um, appreciate the, um, the questions as it were. I hope you hear a theme, and I hope the theme that you hear this morning is preparation. I hope that what you hear is that in order to um, take full advantage of the opportunities that are available to you, male, female, whatever, whoever you are, that you need to prepare and you need to prepare now. And that to whom much is given as a result, much is, is required. Uh, most of you, I would think, can remember very clearly your time in high school. And you're probably doing, like those of us who are older than you, already waxing very nostalgic about high school and all of the fun that you had and things that you did. And you probably could mention several things that you wish you had had done better or that you wish you had gotten involved with that you didn't or opportunities that um, you didn't maximize. Take that situation and utilize and utilize some things you've heard today to make sure that you don't you aren't capable of saying that about your time at Masters. Utilize it absolutely, utilize it totally, prepare completely so that you are fully equipped when you go into the marketplace, so that um, you can let your light shine, so that you do have an answer when people ask you about the hope, and so that you are clearly better than others who are indeed competing with you for a shrinking pool of positions. Would you give our panelists a, a hand, please? Let's, um, let's just, just have a word of prayer. You, you can just stand there. Would you give Todd a special hand? Listen, before we pray, I just want to read this announcement for you real quick, and then we're going to have announcements and, 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 and um, um, our singing time. Dr. Kerry, tomorrow, after, er, tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m., that's Tuesday the 23rd, Dr. Kerry Farson Scott, M.D., an internalist at Kaiser Permanente and a graduate of LABC TMC, will speak on the subject of Christian in the World of Medicine. And at that same time, a recent graduate of um, uh, the Master's College, Mr. Antonio Marshall, will be speaking about a graduate or a Christian in graduate school. He will be presenting a graduate school, he is presently, I'm sorry, a graduate student in cell biology at California State University, San Bernardino. And both of those should be very interesting and very helpful to you. And that is in Rack 22 tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m. Would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we're so grateful to you for being so good to us. And we've been keeping track, and we find that you are just always good to us. And we are grateful, and we thank you, and we love you. We appreciate these panelists today who shared um, things that have happened and are happening in their own individual lives. We trust that it will encourage the students here to be very diligent about their own personal preparation and to have a clear vision that you are calling us to the marketplace, whatever our own individual area and our own individual vineyard is, and that we would go forward with enthusiasm, that we would go forward with the power of your Holy Spirit, and that we would go forward with a 
spirit of conquering and victory in the name of Jesus. We bless this time and we ask that you would um, cause it to have great impact on the way lives are lived. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank them again, please.